Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the PH Sales Kennel Kelp Holistic Healing Hour with your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bell. Welcome, one and all, Kelly. Welcome, invited audience, you ubiquitous audience. One and all, continue to pay it forward. We are growing exponentially with your help. By doing so, thank you for joining us today. We're here each and every day. Today's episode will be. Probably the better part of 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and I want to continue with what I wrote the day after the Israeli-Palestinian-Hamas situation about the history of the Israeli and Palestine and Palestinian relationships, and today I want to continue with a little bit more. In the guise of the history of the crescent of crisis, for all of our reedification, but more so for those that may not have any idea whatsoever about the history of the region for a really long time. So we'll be getting into a lot of categories, also interjecting. A little tiny bit about oil embargoes, a little bit of history of, and the volatility, what it means moving forward. So before we take a ten-second break, welcome again to the show, and thank you. When we come back from the break in ten seconds, we'll jump into the crescent of crisis, which is a term used to describe the countries that actually border Israel. These countries include Lebanon, Syria, Iran, Jordan, and Egypt. The crescent of crisis is one of the most volatile regions of the world. It is a region that's been plagued by conflict and instability for decades, and there are many factors to contribute to that instability of the crisis and crisis. Let's take that 10-second break. We'll come back and take a look at what a few of those were and are. Beyond sales, chemical help, holistic healing hour. We'll be right back. And thanks for joining us. Okay, welcome back, and thanks for doing so. Let's take a little bit closer look at the crescent of crisis, continuing with our opening. It is indeed, and has been for a long time, one of the most volatile regions in the world. It's obviously a region that's been plagued by conflict, and obviously <laughs> still is. So there's many factors that contribute to the instability of that region, and being a history buff in a total, total. Total political 
atheist. I want you to understand and appreciate my two church mice that come reaching every day, and those of you that do follow my show. Thank you. Pretty much know where I stand in that area. For those that don't, let me say that again. This is from the history side of it, with no political interjections or what have you. Unfortunately, both arenas are obviously intertwined. So, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, obviously, is within the ongoing history, going back a tad, the Syrian civil war, the rise of ISIS. The suppression of Iranian oil and sanctions against Iran, when there were, and then the non-suppression of Iranian oil, <laughs> when there were no sanctions and/or are none. The economic and political challenges. Facing the countries in the region, so it's been the crisis of crisis, a significant impact on the world for a long time, with the instability of the region, which has led to all of the refugee crisis in the Middle East. Obviously, a rise in terrorism and a threat to global energy security. So, as we discuss the history of the crisis, the current challenges facing the region, and the potential solution <coughs> solutions to those challenges, these challenges. Within the history of the crescent of the crisis, the crescent of the crisis again has a very long and complex history. The region has been home to some of the oldest civilizations in the world, <clears throat> and it's been a site of conflict and conquest for centuries. Again. Going to the aforementioned article about the history, specifically of the Israeli and Palestinian conflict and conflicts. When I did my last podcast, the day after the most recent event, so the 20th century, within it, the crescent of crisis. Has and was been shaped, was shaped, is shaped, has been shaped by the collapse of the Ottoman Empire and the rise of the nation-state system over the 20th century. The creation of the new states in that region during that time, such as Iraq and Lebanon, led to conflict and instability. 
The Israeli-Palestinian conflict has been a major source of instability in the crescent of crisis since its inception in 1948. Also, what we talked about in the last podcast, right after the most recent world event, or the repercussions to the world after the most recent event. So the conflict has led to wars, displacement, and obviously violence. So, current challenges: <clears throat> the crescent of crisis is currently facing a number of challenges, obviously, including the Syrian civil war. The Syrian civil war has killed hundreds of thousands of people and displaced millions more. Within the region and around the world, the war has also created a power vacuum that's been exploited by terrorist groups such as ISIS. The rise of ISIS to revisit a not so nice subject, but for the history sake, to maybe try to. Make some semblance of the whys and hows that we see materializing before our eyes. ISIS is a Sunni Muslim terrorist group that is taking control of large swaths of territory in Iraq, Syria. ISIS is a major threat to the stability of the crescent of crisis, <clears throat> for sure, on the immediacy. Again and still, the suppression of Iranian oil and sanctions when there were some against them, because Iran, of course, is a major oil producer and it exports. When they were severely reduced by sanctions. <clears throat> We talk a lot about water here, of course, and seas and oceans, and water within the body. The waters were a lot calmer during the sanctions. In the interim, sanctions being released and a huge influx of millions of dollars. It's only added to the volatility of the area for the obvious reasons. So the suppression of Iranian oil when those sanctions were against them fuel to the fire. The economic and political challenges facing the countries in that region, and many of the countries in the crescent of crisis, and of course how that ripples over the world. They're definitely facing economic, <laughs> so-called political challenges. So those challenges include corruption, unemployment, poverty. Solutions. There's obviously no easy solution to the challenges facing the whole crescent of crises. However, there are some 
maybe potential steps that can be taken to address the challenges that clearly <clears throat> a negotiated solution to what's going on.、Mm, I think that's by the wayside. Political solution to the Syrian civil coordinated effort to defeat ISIS and all factions. Terrorism. The re-imposition of sanctions on Iran. Economics and political reforms in the countries of the region. <clears throat> I'll let you all ponder on that. This again is recanting the history of the region. So the crossing of crisis is a complex and volatile region in and of itself. However, it's so rich in history and culture if allowed to be in a civilized.、Way. The people of the Crescent of Crisis deserve to live in peace and prosperity, as everyone in the world does. The international community needs to work together, more so now than ever, to find solutions to the challenges facing the region. We'll come back and do the second half of the show today. Minutes, kind of revisiting where we left off Sunday in taping to now Wednesday in taping and the compression between that short time frame of what's unfolded. Okay, welcome back to the last segment, and we'll start to segue out. And in this mixed up, bumbled up, mixed up world, <laughs> it's not about Lola. I'm goofing around a little bit. I want to do a disclaimer again and forever, just to make sure that everyone understands. What we're doing here. This is the holistic healing hour, for sure and forever. This is about what we do to maintain what goes on in the world that's causing all the turbulence to continue to cause agony, grief, discomfort, despair, all the things that we talk about at all my other shows: coherence, heartbreak, connection, health, food for the mind, the body, and the soul. That's what these shows will always be about, are about: alternative healing, meditation, Reiki, yoga, so on and so forth. So everyone knows clearly who should be here and probably who should not be. This isn't opening any doors for banter or continuing to fan any fire. It's an appreciation for the history. So maybe, maybe we can get a better understanding if it's possible to comprehend these things, where history has continued in pretty much futility. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
stirring the pot of the black cauldron to where we're at now. So this is from the history side of it. Continuing in history topics, talking about forever to the business factions. We'll talk about business show later about history, the movies, and so forth. In my collection, to also play, I've talked about my local heritage, history-wise. So this is history-based. And it's to diminish agitation. It's to facilitate staying within ourselves. Again, to our points we've talked about there. There forever. Can't control. Can't control. Thus is the title. Okay, so in the aforementioned show, I believe please do check it out if you haven't had the opportunity to do so. Then that will hopefully snap in another piece of the puzzle. Similarly, overall, holistic healing, the big jigsaw puzzle that it is, individual components. Like-minded individuals that snap in together, synergistic. This is a synergistic overview of history. So, in that article, the day after the event, to now, whatever it is, four days after. Obviously, it's on. Israel engaging Palestinians, vice versa, to continue that segmented history of the aforementioned crisis to crisis with all of the neighboring countries looking on, participating, contributing, whatever. So, obviously, in the theater. The airstrikes have already killed dozens on both sides. The slaughter, so on and so forth. Hamas has retaliated by firing rockets into Israel. The rockets have caused damage to property and infrastructures. The international community has condemned the violence and called for a ceasefire in some arenas. However, both Israel and Hamas, obviously, <laughs> not really rushing to any negotiation table. That's been changed forever to rewrite the history moving forward. To to go to the point that this is about the history of the region, the conflict spiral, and where it is at now. To continue to determine. History for our legacy moving forward. So the future of the conflict, needless to say, is uncertain. So it is possible that the violence <coughs> could ripple out into the whole area 
leading to a wider war, as in WWW3. So it's also possible that <clears throat> any type of a resolution, as it ultimately comes. Way beyond any kind of things to say, tensions will be high, or what? That's about how we stay within ourselves and try to move them forward. Not just with that, getting a better understanding of what this expletive deleted, non-understanding of what humanoids are. Most assuredly, what the alternative isn't. So, in the meantime, Israel, Palestine, lots of innocent victims. So the conflict's been a devastating impact on, obviously, the region, the community. World, and pretty much as we speak, there's no foreseeable end in sight except possibly whatever it plays out. So, possible scenarios for the future of the conflict, pretty much all of them: escalation. <laughs> the violence already has obviously escalated. Potentiality of a wider war because 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 of the wonderful things he does. Wizard of Oz. <clears throat> so, the worst case scenario, it could have devastating consequences for the history of the region, the history of the world. Ceasefire is off the table. I would have to venture to guess, Mr. Spock. Logic, at least for those two factions. Overall, the two-state solution, which was proposed and has been talked about, and then the one-state solution. In the history of the definitions of, I'll let you do that research in and of itself. What the, what that means, and obviously where it's at now. So we're talking about history. So again, briefly in closing. Overview of the neighboring factions to Israel and their role in the crescent of crisis, pretty much forever, and most assuredly moving forward. Lebanon. Lebanon is a sectarian country with a fragile government. It's been heavily affected by the Syrian civil war, 
and there is a large refugee population in the country. Lebanon also is the home to the Hezbollah militia, which is allied with Iran. Syria is in the midst of a civil war that has killed hundreds of thousands of people. The war has created a power vacuum that's been exploited by terrorist groups such as ISIS. Syria is also a major ally of Iran. <clears throat> Iraq. Going back to recent history, obviously that whole situation is why we're seeing. What we're seeing now. So Iraq is also still recovering from whatever goes on there now, and the country's plagued by corruption, sectarian violence. It is and/or was also a major oil producer. Probably with a lot of help, will be again. And the suppression of Iranian oil when it was. It had very much so a negative impact on the Iraqi economy. Not so much anymore. I forget the numbers of millions of gallons that they're producing per day. Jordan is a relatively stable country in the region. However, it's also facing economic challenges and has a large refugee population. All historically, folks, is what we're recantering here. Jordan is also concerned about the growing influence of Iran in the region. Egypt is the most populous country in the Arab world. It's been ruled by a military dictatorship since 2013, and whatever was supposedly going to be discussed, looked at, or whatever. From Iran and Egypt and so forth. Again, political atheist here, historian here. This is about the history. For those that may not have one iota of understanding it, or world history in general, or any interest in doing so as a subject. So the instability in the crescents of crisis poses a number of challenges for everybody. Most assuredly, Israel. The threat of terrorism. I think we can maybe eliminate the threat of. It's here, has been, and Israel is also concerned about the growing influence of Iran in the region. Israel is also concerned about the humanitarian crisis in Syria and the potential for spillover of conflict into neighboring countries. The crescent of crisis is a complex and volatile region for decades, hundreds of years. Isolated conflicts, including the present one, which we did the show about on Sunday, go back to the Bible. So the international community needs to work together to find a solution to it, and the root causes of the instability being honest in their assessments.
the lifting of the sanctions when they were in 2021 <laughs> was pretty controversial. With some then arguing it would lead to <laughs> supposed peace in the region, how that work out? While others definitely warned it would embolden Iran to pursue to nuclear ambitions and support terrorist groups. What say you? What say you? In the years since the sanctions were lifted, there has been evidence to support. <laughs> I guess the obvious is the obvious. So on the one hand, back when it was Iranian's nuclear advancement was curtailed. They actually might have shown a drop of so-called diplomacy in the international community, always plotting and scheming how they could get it back. So on the other hand, <laughs> they've always continued to support terrorism groups in every region, and it is. Developing ballistic missiles that could be used to deliver nuclear weapons. That would be history proving it, not political arenas. It's important to note that the lifting of the sanctions, when they happened, literally and figuratively. Opened up all the gates, don't you think? Flood gates, borders of all stature. The ongoing saga and the crescents of crisis. So, past tense, the blockade of Gaza. Was interpreted well. They opened the blockade over the weekend, and the Palestinian Authority <laughs> so-called crackdown on dissent. How'd that work out? So somehow the international community has to work together to find a solution to the present one. We'll see how the history in the region. Continues. We'll continue to talk about it as it develops, moving forward from the historical side. Much more importantly, from the holistic healing side, food for the mind, the body, and the soul. This never was and never is about fear or propagating it. The pretend fabrication, assumptions, whatever. <clears throat> Let's get somewhat reality-based, as hard as that is, for some, for most. 
join the intuitive groups, join the like-minded individuals. That's what we do here. Those that want to do whatever else should do themselves a favor. Us a bigger one. Move on your way. We're done with you. This is the family that unites and moves forward, changing what's really broken. As it contributes to psyche, medicine, foods, water, the integrity of all of them, soil. These shows forever and ever will come from my core values. Something we've talked about at the business show. Closing out. Hopefully perceived as a harbinger of good information. <laughs> That'll never be the universal consensus. Invited audience, one and all, thank you. Ubiquitous audience, thank you. Goodwill ambassadors, thank you. We're here each and every day. I'll say bye bye for now. May God bless. Peace, everybody.